Go home. Go home. Go home. guys and welcome to episode 100 of the go home show i am your host eric Bedour, along with my co-host tag team partner best friend brian obushaka brian how you doing today neat brian told me hey man just start without me i'll get there don't worry like i would have waited 10 minutes nope he said 745 745 745 which is when we go live on twitch.tv slash mega 64 uh so i'm here like that one episode where it was literally just me. And then I assume Brian will be here uh, shortly. But guys, welcome. It's episode 100 of the Go Home Show. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in each and every week. Uh, want to thank a lot of people. Want to thank uh, my co-host Brian, who isn't here. Uh, want to thank uh, everyone who's listening. Want to thank uh, all the Mega64 fans who support us. Want to thank all the guys who came out at uh, different conventions and said hey over the years. Uh, all the people that we just got to talk wrestling with, I uh, really want to thank all the people who uh, called into podcast after shows for Mega64 and um, started asking about wrestling, and I thought that that was so fucking boring for literally everyone else that I decided to start a podcast with my best friend Brian, who, again, isn't here. So, um, we're, we're, I'm here, and it's episode 100, uh... Oh, Brian showed up. Oh, what the fuck? What's up? (laughs) 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 Well, guys, Brian's here, and um, uh, there's a reason Brian's been wooing. Brian's been running around. He's the, uh... Oh, man. For those listening and not watching, uh, Brian has cut his hair off, shaved his big beard into just a mustache, oh, and bleached his hair blonde. Yeah. I actually didn't cut my hair at all. Is that the length? just parted it the other way. Guys, this is legitimate and real. Brian's hair, Brian, will you lean down and show the camera? Brian's hair is bleached blonde. Legitimately. I I don't know what to say. You can go to uh, probably Brian's Twitter account, at KingLordBrian, or uh, go to the Go Home Show Twitter account uh, if you're listening to this, and check it out. I mean, wow. You're styling and profiling yep. right now. God damn. I feel shown up. What what a look! <laughs> His, hey, uh, uh, Hose B in the chat says that your hair costs more than my house. It does. It, that's probably yep. true. Um, episode one hundred. <laughs> we made it. We. I guess this is this is how we. This is how we celebrate. Oh man! I mean, you really, you really went for it, man. <laughs> You really went for it. You really have 
blonde hair. Yeah. You're like a 30-year-old Lebanese man. Uh-huh. And you went, you're just like, you know what? Bleach, it's 2016, bleach blonde. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is great. How do you feel about it? Oh, fantastic. You like it? Oh, I love it. What kind of reactions have you gotten so far? People don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a completely different person. You oh, you shit. you really look like you're a different person. Yeah, I actually haven't seen myself this much since I've done it because I ha- I don't spend a lot of time in front of mirrors. Um, so seeing myself in the little preview that we have here, it's, uh-huh. uh, it's is like, it kind of jarring? Uh, I definitely didn't expect uh, myself to look this good like this. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I didn't expect myself to look this good like this. I mean. I I love that yeah. you I love that you were inspired by Ric Flair and you're just like yeah I gotta go for that uh huh gotta go for that look one of our friends like jokingly said oh yeah Brian you should bring that look back and I just went that'd eh, be funny and then Saturday morning we were sitting on my balcony having coffee and Eric brought it up and I'm like well I think I'm gonna do that so Brian has had his hair dyed since Saturday mm-hmm. and uh, has shown. No one, no one online or anything. Mm-hmm. And um, here it is for episode 100 of the Go Home Show, the debut of Brian's new blonde hair. Uh-huh. Brian, important question: Do blondes have more fun? Absolutely. Wow, look at this mustache. That's. Uh, I think you look like Walt Disney. Walt <laughs> Disney had black hair. That's a. That's like such a thin. The mustache is like so shaved. You have to like shave down to yeah. get it right there. Yeah, right? I cut myself right here. You can still kind of see where I Ooh. cut myself because I didn't realize that, like I had to work around that part. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, you have to shave down, which is probably what Michael P. S. Hayes does. But he does it like uh, that's that's what you should. Oh, you should go even lower. Hey, no. when you when you're ready to get oh, rid of the God. mustache, when you're ready to like move on and just go like I'm clean shaven until I grow like the next thing. Uh-huh. Will you please do the Michael P. S. Hayes just one day? Uh huh. Will Will you just will you look like a creator wrestler who moved <laughs> like the goatee down three notches lower? The problem is I actually have an upper lip and he doesn't. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I do want to see it, though. Um, I'll try. Yeah. Why isn't your mustache blonde? Dude, you would not want to get that stuff that close to your mouth. No. Also, it wouldn't look good at all. That would look weird. It would look really weird. Yeah. Your skin tone looks totally different. It does. Holy shit. Again, if you're just listening to this, you should really go to the Twitter and check this out. At Go Home Show on Twitter. And check out Brian's hair. Because it's... I don't... There might be people who are listening to this or watching this going there's no way he really dyed his hair it's legit it is it's not like brushed in it's not anything like that it is really honestly truly bleached (laughs) blonde (laughs) you bleached your hair like i did in eighth grade yep wow (laughs) like we all did in eighth grade but i didn't (laughs) wow man i've never i've never had uh Bleach hair. <laughs> Sorry, oops. Oops, right in the chat just said, who's the new guy? <laughs> <laughs> my mom didn't even recognize me. <laughs> I walked into my brother's house on Sunday, and my mom's like, who's that? And he just goes, it's Brian. <laughs> what did she say? She was like, you look so different. <laughs> what did your dad say? My dad didn't really, like, he, he thinks anything I do is funny, because he knows how I am. Oh, man. Yeah. Well... Episode 100. Um, Here we are. Yep. It's uh, it's the 100th episode. I didn't know that we'd actually make it to 100 or where we'd go from here, but um, we did it. I mean, no different from 99 or 101, I suppose, but a nice round number to say hello and thank you on. Uh, before we jump into everything, is there anyone you want to sh- anyone you want to thank? 
Anything you want to say? Any kind of scoop you want to give for episode 100? Uh, you know, before we before we start diving into everything. So I I did write a scoop. Uh, did you really? But that that scoop isn't uh, doesn't make as much sense now. Okay, I wrote, I wrote it when I was drunk watching NXT. Uh huh. So I'll, that, I'll say it anyways. That makes uh, sense. Hailstorm would have been a uh, high school Brian band, which is the official theme music to NXT uh, Takeover Dallas. Hail Hailstorm. <laughs> Cool, man. <laughs> like I said, it, it wasn't that good. The other one is that I was thinking about, like, Bray Wyatt and uh-huh. how he's the eater of worlds. Uh-huh. And then for some reason, all I could think is what if he paints girls' asses as the world? That can be the scoop. So, <laughs> he's got the whole world in his hands. <laughs> and then he's the eater of worlds. Maybe he's just telling us. You know what? It's not even a maybe. The scoop is uh-huh. Bray Wyatt's been trying to tell us that mm-hmm. he eats ass. Episode 100 scoop. What a scoop. What a scoop. The first scoop, not much of a scoop. Nope. The second scoop, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. That was a bad scoop. That scoop makes me uncomfortable. Oh, so, man. Yep. Street Bull said this is that you look like a character from GTA Vice City. I could see that. Yep. Yeah, I was going for 80s flair, so. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, speaking of Bray Wyatt, uh, he and Rowan and Strowman rang the bell on the New York Stock Exchange, and you couldn't find people to stick out more like a sore thumb. Yeah, because they obviously came dressed in character, so mm-hmm. why? There you have it. It's not like the... Do you want us to remember how bad your stock has done in the last two years? Like, why would you Why would you be at the New York Stock Exchange? I don't know. Oh, my God. Bray Wyatt eats ass. That's your scoop for episode 100. Jesus Christ. Well, welcome to the high mark. This is the high water mark for the go-home show. Oh, man. Uh, wow. <sighs> uh, maybe some changes for the show in, like, the next few weeks and everything, but probably not too drastic. Uh, we'll get to that post-WrestleMania, but we should start getting into uh, this week of professional wrestling. Brian, how was your week of professional wrestling? My week of professional wrestling was the worst it's been in the last three weeks. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> because I had to watch Raw Man, again. Rough, rough. Uh, I don't I don't mean to be that negative, so I won't, I won't harp on that for too long, but uh-huh. I will say in the two weeks, of, I did not watch Raw. But I wanted to watch, and this was the point I wanted to make about it. Uh-huh. I did not want to watch Raw. So last week and the week before, didn't even bother. Didn't look anything up. Didn't care. Okay. But I wanted to watch NXT, and I absolutely wanted to watch Lucha Underground. And I really enjoyed that feeling of not feeling as obligated because it's cutting literally the amount of wrestling we have to do by like 60%. Yeah. Um, down. <clears throat> and it was like... It, I was excited, as always, to watch Lucha Underground, but NXT was actually a, a pretty good episode this week. And then in that time, I was able to watch night one of uh, All-Star Weekend. Uh, oh, PWG cool. PWG All-Star Weekend. And um, How'd you enjoy that? I thought that was, I mean, it was incredible. Right. It's, it's PWG. And then we also watched uh, the most recent ROH show. That's uh, the weekly show. Last week. We we did, where the, the main event was... Um, the Young Bucks against Tanahashi and Elgin. Oh, yeah. So that might have been two, two weeks, weeks ago, I think. Um, yeah. It was very good. Mm-hmm. It is. It was very, very good. Yeah. I I love how <clears throat> ROH has positioned themselves uh, now. They don't feel like they're trying to be anything else. They're just televising what they do. Yep. Uh, Clum, Clumboli 
in the chat says, does this mean we're going back to watching SmackDown? No. Okay. No, 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 no. <clears throat> when, we ha- when we have changes and everything to the show, we'll, we'll, we'll announce them and we'll let you know and everything, but um, no, we're not watching SmackDown. Get the fuck, get the fuck out. SmackDown is coming to San Diego, though. Uh, we gonna go? I think so. I think you wanna should. go? Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, honestly, especially after la- last time, I don't need to buy like any fifty, sixty dollar seats. Yeah. Because the twenty dollar seats that we bought in the back, back, no, back nosebleed, row, nosebleed, nosebleed, like, nosebleed. Yeah. As we said, backs to the wall. Yeah. We're we're great. Yeah, they're so, fine. So let's get just twenty dollar tickets and and just get drunk and watch <clears throat> professional wrestling. Works for me. Yeah. Let's get into NXT. Let's go. Uh, the Drifter Elias Sampson opens the show, and he faces Johnny Gargano in a one on one contest. Uh, not much to report throughout this match. It was mm-hmm. just kind of here. Um, Johnny, the spot that I liked was Gargano goes for his spear from the apron through the ropes mm-hmm. to the ring, and it gets stopped with a high knee by Samson. I thought that looked really good. And then, uh, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, rolls up the drifter for a pinfall and a win. And, uh, didn't see that coming. No, not from Johnny Gargano. So that was cool. Pinned the drifter. Uh, who was undefeated up until that point. Yeah. Uh, except he wasn't because we watched him lose lose to Bull Dempsey forever ago. Yep. And he's been on TV for like two years. Yep. Like he's been on NXT a bunch of times. Not as the drifter. But he, but like, I, but he lost as the drifter, I'm pretty yeah. sure. To Bull Dempsey. Uh, to Bull Dempsey. <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, post-match, the drifter goes crazy and he beats down Johnny Gargano. Uh... This is dumb, and this is lame, and it takes a really long time, and it's the same kind of shit that I don't like week in and week out of, like, this, ooh, a roll-up thing, and then, ooh, and then he beats the guy down in a post-match beatdown, so that way nobody looks good. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we can just have, we can just have wins, and we can just have losses. Yeah. I just feel like this happens way too much. At least it wasn't, like, a distraction roll-up, which all the rest of them are. Yeah. Whenever this happens. And at least in this case, because what I had noted for this was that at least it gave you more than just personality for Eli Sampson walking to the ring, wrestling his match, and then leaving. Mm -hmm. Like, you got a little bit of, like, something. He's crazy. Even though it wasn't good, at least it was something to start working on. Yeah. I I feel like they had the same sort of, like, and I don't think he's going to be ever as good as... uh, as uh, Corbin, but they had the same sort of thing with Corbin where he was like undefeated, undefeated, right. and then when he finally lost, it was like this kind of thing, but it, it's it's nice to see that they're pushing this faster instead of making us wait a year. I thought the Drifter looked good in this match. Like, mm-hmm. I like his offense looks vicious. He follows through on like a lot of his stuff. I think his knees look good. I think his elbows look good. I think everything he does, not like his knees and his elbows, like when he does a high knee and I, when he does like a running elbow I, I attack. Know. Okay, <laughs> this guy has nice elbows. Uh, I think I think a lot of his offense looks vicious. It's just like his finisher is like a swinging neck breaker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and drop this gimmick and just get like a little bit weird and crazy. I don't know. It, it's just it strikes me as like. Yeah, we kind of saddled you with this gimmick, but man, really, it doesn't fit you at all. So we're just going to kind of parlay it into something else, sort of. Yeah. Because now he's a crazy drifter, and it's like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't like that when they don't know what to do with somebody, they just make them, like, crazy or eccentric in some way that's like, oh, they're, they're like, off the handle. I just make him work into his gimmick a little bit better. Yep. Have somebody coach him. I don't know. So Gargano's getting beat up on the outside. He's getting thrown into the apron and the ground and all this stuff, and then... uh. 
Apollo Crews makes the save. Apollo, yeah. Apollo Crews, who we haven't seen in a little bit. That so, was... there's a standoff with Samson and Crews, and that's it. It'll be nice to see if they actually put uh, a feud on uh, Apollo Crews that matters. I'd, I'd like to see one between him and the Drifter, which is what they're obviously pointing toward, but is I just... It, when is the NXT show? Friday. Uh, yeah, Friday. Is it Friday? I think so. Is it live? I believe it is. Is it Friday or Saturday? I want, I feel like it's Friday, because then it's like the fan day on Saturday, isn't it? I don't know. It's, it's yeah, like you know what? I, I, think, I think you're right. I think maybe it is Friday. Yeah. Um, And they're going to have this match at Dallas, so it's not a feud. Like, it's just happening. Yeah, you're like, right. There, there's not like a... It, is there one more NXT show before Dallas? I feel like there's the... There's, like, one on Wednesday? Yeah, there's, like, a preview show on Wednesday or kind of, like, a lead-up show. Wasn't, uh, th- wasn't there last time? I don't remember. Jesus Christ. How long has it fucking been? I don't know. A, a year? Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, this year went by so it's, fast. So it is Friday. Saturday's the Hall of Fame. That's right. Skip the Hall of Fame. Hey, yeah. I actually have something to plug for that instead. Uh, our friend Veronica uh, is doing something called Bashamania. If you guys want to check that out, go to uh, buttonmashbash.org. Uh, they're doing, they're going to be playing a lot of, uh, garbage, like WWE games, a lot of arcade games, uh, dumb creator wrestlers, stuff like that. They're going to be donating, uh, money, uh, to the Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. Oh, nice. So it's April 2nd at 8 a.m. Central. It's going to be 16 hours long. So if you guys want to go check that out, instead of watching the Hall of Fame, which, uh, I will probably be doing instead of watching the oh, Hall abso- of Fame. Oh, absolutely. Fuck that. Button, mash, bash dot org check it out that's cool yeah that's awesome that they're doing that yep better than the hall of fame oh any anything is better than the hall of fame i don't get how people go to that shit um more is more yeah right rich swan against finn balor rich swan's music sounds like treasure by bruno mars (laughs) that's a good point give me all give me all give me a ten baby that song nope it's good just for the vine where Spider-Man smacking the other Spider-Man's ass. Well, I mean, beep, 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 beep. Vi- vines Quack. can make many songs that yeah. I hate. Good. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So, that's that's what Vine is for, making songs I don't like enjoyable. Yep. Uh, so Rich Swan comes out. He's dancing. The crowd chants all night long. Rich Swan uh, is instantly the coolest person in NXT. <laughs> like. Man, he looks fucking rad. Mm-hmm. He moves like no one in WWE. He's awesome. He He's really something else. That guy's got like a different kind of talent. He's very, very, very cool. Uh, I like Rich Swan a lot. The crowd's chanting all night long a lot in this match, and there it's kind of a let's go Finn, and then the crowd goes Swan, 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 Swan. And so there's a nice little back and forth 50-50 split. There's a wrist lock chain work to start. Uh, lots of groundwork where Ballard is kind of, uh, I don't want to say working heel, but he's like slowing it down. Yeah. He's really grinding down on Swan. This wrist lock goes on for like a long time. Uh, there's a drop kick from the apron to the outside. Uh, so uh, Swan gets drop kicked to the outside against the barricade. And then he gets up and he just gets punted by Finn Balor from the apron. I thought that looked cool. Uh, Swan gets a little bit of offense here and there. Looks really cool where he does like standing front flips and all sorts of crazy shit. Uh, but then he eats coup de gras and bloody Sunday, which I think has been renamed to 1916. Yes. Um, that is true. I thought that was okay. I thought, uh, that this match, I, I really like this match pacing everything. Like, 
It was very interesting, really technical, like what we used to expect out of uh, out of NXT. Yeah. However, uh-huh. I felt like they missed an opportunity to have some sort of run-in or distraction from Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. I feel like the feud between these guys, especially since we only just settled that he, that Joe's going to be the number one contender, yeah. needed a little bit of something to have it be, uh, you know, a little bit more like a blood feud. Like just something not not a blood feud exactly, but just a little bit more uh, more to grab onto, because it it would have been cool if it's like okay, it's the first time you've seen Finn Balor in a couple of weeks, and then Joe comes in and like doesn't necessarily interfere, but just keeps it. an eye on it. It's not something, something, yeah. something. But like, um, I can understand that. At the same time, <coughs> excuse me. Um, at the same time, I think they need a little bit of distance. Because then the go home show, which is going to be next week's, I assume, mm-hmm. uh, will give you a little bit of like that tease, and then you'll actually get the match. But yeah, I don't think like this NXT special like the matches will be very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's yeah. like no build for any of them. Yeah, and that and that's the problem. Like going into uh, to Brooklyn, I mean, there was so much build into like all of the matches. Yeah, and yeah. then NXT just felt off for like the last couple months. That, that's all like since london it's just felt like yeah it's just felt like they don't have like footing under them and and it, it doesn't seem cohesive i guess um yeah. but maybe that's not fair i guess that's just my assessment of uh where i'm at it could be but i've i've felt very uh i felt like it's just not as um not as gripping as it was uh, yeah there hasn't been as much good wrestling or or really any developing of characters outside of just hey keep just keep doing what you're doing yeah don't like don't get better, don't get worse, just, just like, keep it here. Maintain! Yes. Yeah, and, and NXT has felt like maintenance for a while now. Yep. Uh, so, eh, whatever. I mean, what what can you do? I'm, it's still fun to watch, it's, yeah. it's just not as fun, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Emma and Dana are backstage with Mil Casa, and they're cutting a promo about how uh, Emma's gonna take out Oscar tonight, uh, and uh, Dana says that she's been injured since uh, her match with Oscar, and uh, Emma's gonna do the job. Yes, she is. She's going to do the job. She's absolutely going to do the job. Yeah. And then and Tuck then up. there's a pat on the head, and then we're, we're out of there. Uh, we get a Nakamura video package. That's Nakamura. Yep. That's He's him. coming. That's awesome. It's going to be it's gonna be a great match. Alexa Bliss versus Sarah Dobson. What did you think of this match? Uh, Bliss, like, I, I love how... Her character is. Uh-huh. I love everything about her until she gets the, into the ring, and then it's just: Are you not practicing wrestling? Or it's, she's, I mean, she's still really new to it. It's been, a, but it's been a year since she's like a year. A year ain't shit. I guess so. But I mean, I figure. I guess what I'm saying is, you figure by the time they're they're starting to get on TV, they've at least been training for six months to a year. Uh huh. And then you figure. All told, like at two and a half years, roughly, they should be at least a little bit more. Not necessarily. I'm not asking for her to do like a Phoenix Splash uh-huh. or a Blue Thunderbomb, but to look more comfortable in the ring. I think that's what I'm getting at. And she still doesn't feel like it. Doesn't feel like she's confident in the ring. I, I think that's that's. I really mean, com- the, compared the, to who? Compared to somebody like Emma or Oscar, I know who, who I, all had like. Indie training and, and wrestled for years and years and years elsewhere. I guess it, I guess I I forget that she really just went from bodybuilding straight into wrestling, and she's like twenty three or something. I mean, I think she I think she's like really young. Yeah, 
I get it. I understand the criticism. It's just like, I, the ex, I think your expectation is like a little out of line with like what is actually going on here because it's, she's, I mean, Jesus, you don't get good until like year eight. Like really, it I, takes a very, very long time. Yeah, you're right. I, I, for, I forget like a lot of these people who come in really do have a lot more of indie experience and a lot of like extra i mean because you can see it in people like you're right because now i'm looking back and like going okay who else on the roster do i feel looks like that oh diana perrazzo and like all these other girls who's the new jersey who's the other new jersey one? Oh, uh um, um, did it for the uh for the gram oh fuck off live live tyler sure i don't remember what her name is but th- live morgan yeah, live morgan they all they all have about the same i can remember that but i can't remember people's birthdays that's, that's good because I can remember people's birthdays. Oh, good. Then we got it. We got everything covered. But we're yeah, all good. We're all good. That being said, I, it's not a huge knock on her because she has gotten better, and her her coming into her character, I think, is really helping her in ring confidence mm-hmm. too. So, uh, Sarah Dobson goes for a high crossbody. It smashes Alexa Bliss's nose, and then Alexa Bliss is very upset by this, so she kills Sarah Dobson. Yeah, she just fucking lays her out with an elbow, and then does like the bliss flip thing like the backflip yeah where she usually lands on her knees she didn't land on her knees she landed on her feet on this girl and then she just yells at her yeah kicks her goes up and does the sparkle splash one two three and then keeps yelling at her like oh okay well i hope i hope everybody had a good time watching uh a woman get beat up sarah dobson's one and only appearance in nxt (laughs) (laughs) That was a that was a stiff match. I actually liked that she was hitting that hard. She was like she looked she looked. I mean, she a little firecracker. She probably honestly her. either fractured or broke her nose. I, she was her nose was bleeding. I think yeah. when when Blake and Murphy lifted her up. Yeah. I love that they are like lackeys for Me too. her. I think those that's such great character for those two dorks. Yep. That's great. That's I think awesome. that's awesome. Um, we get a, a Jomo backstage. Samoa Jomo. Hey Joe, how do you feel about this? Oh. And then he's gone. That's it. Goodbye, Samoa that, Joe. That's one of the reasons why I, I felt like he should have done something else. Like, even just standing at the top of the ramp, just just as a watch. Not to be, like, in the match. Not to, like, get them that close. But to get the crowd, like, sizzling a little yep. bit. Yep. Especially because he's... I, I get that the that the silence thing works really well. But I they've already done that in yep. the last feud that they had. So I felt like they should have had a little bit more of of, like aggression from joe towards finn yep uh so now you get uh bull dempsey and danny birch in what can only be described as a barn burner right <laughs> oh like and then samoa joe kills them yep and then samoa joe says i'm gonna kill you Balor." and then that's i mean that's pretty much it and that's what i'd wanted like the whole show yep and when he did that i'm like man i this is what is the best about samoa joe yep uh i like that mm-hmm. i like that um Again, it's it's that next like little step or whatever where you get the interaction, but them being away, the distance, yeah. the distance, the distance. Exactly. I, I think, I think in wrestling now you get these people getting hands on each other way too much, uh, and I don't think the payoff feels as gratifying when you see like one hundred percent agree with you. It's just like well, okay, they're in tag matches all the time, or they're you know like they run into each other like it's just it's way too much mm-hmm. uh it can happen you know what i mean like you can have these guys fighting every so often things like that you know like they're beating the shit out of each other on the outside 
But I think that stuff happens a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Absolutely, like way too much. But, Absolutely. But again, that's that's maybe my uh, that's maybe my personal preference. I I feel like you can't argue against that very much when you had a very similar thing happen two years ago with the Wyatts versus the Shield. Uh huh. Like they didn't get their hands they on each touch. other. They didn't touch. And then by, by the time it got to the match, at people people chanted. This is awesome. Before the bell even rang. Is it Elimination Chamber 2014? I think so, yeah, because that's that's yep. what yep. Uh, was replaced by... Mm-hmm. And fuck, that was so good. Stupid fast lane. But yeah, God I mean... damn, that was th- so good. That was cool because you ne- like they'd gotten close, or maybe one had gotten one, or uh-huh. something like that, but it was never that tense. And that I remember that from being like a kid and and wanting stone cold to get his hands on triple h yeah or or wanting the rock to to get beat up like when he was at when he was a shit heel mm-hmm. you don't get that now that payoff that <coughs> delayed payoff really does help yeah. i think it, i, I want to talk about more yeah uh, more about that later like when we get to raw oh yeah because they uh, definitely had yeah. that and uh by the way this is where i stopped watching nxt i oh. have other stuff to do so what, what happened next uh there was a pretty cool america american alpha package uh-huh. um it's really like touching. Kind of goes back and gives you a little review. Of I their whole... I I heard about this. They're like, "Hey, we both almost did it. We I was in. Hey, I was in the Olympics and I lost. Oh, I was in the 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 finals, the championship uh, wrestling tournament and I lost. Yeah, they they played off of their they they made great baby face promos for these good. guys. Good, good, great, good, great baby. Like cool. we we we're almost there. We're almost there. But now that we're at like the pinnacle, mm-hmm. we're gonna succeed. So it's. Gonna... I heard I heard really good things about that video yeah. package. I haven't. I I need to watch it. But mm-hmm. I heard that it's like. I heard it was like phenomenal. Like yeah. it was great. It was really touching. Mm-hmm. That 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 was like my ultimate uh, like comment for that. Oh, that's nice. And then uh, then we had our main event, which uh-huh. was Oscar versus Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so happy this was the main event because oh, yeah? that meant I wasn't going to get a five minute Emma match. Right. I was going to get like maybe two commercial breaks. <clears throat> uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I I love Emma and I haven't gotten to see Oscar really wrestle. Yeah. Against it, somebody. Exactly. Um, How was the match? I I heard slow at times. But in a, but not in a bad way. See, I don't, and maybe we're on the outskirts because I feel like you and I really appreciate matches that don't I, just spot, I like, spot, 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 yeah, spot. Yeah, I like I like when it slows down. Um, so I mean, it's always very entertaining how Oscar moves. Uh huh. She is so unique and interesting and fluid. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Like really, just just incredible. And then like in the match, one of my favorite things about her is that she's always very expressive, no matter what's going on. If she's got a move going on on Emma, or she's getting a move put on her. It's it's always it gets you engaged, um, and I feel like uh, one of the things that I really liked out of this match is it showed two different types of wrestlers: one that's more grapple mm-hmm. and like mat based, and then Emma, who I feel like people don't realize how actually strong and powerful she is. Yeah, like this is a good match to show you <coughs> a good female power wrestler because Emma's like. I was like, I think she does a powerbomb in this match. I really? I, I feel wow. I I know that she's like tossing around Asuka and really getting like some some strong moves in that mm-hmm. you don't normally see most women do. Um so that that to me is uh is really is really impressive. Uh there I think Emma hits like a really big move and then goes for a pin and Asuka kicks out after one. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, because she's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh and it's just, and it's terrible. It's like, you honestly feel like she's going to be 
like a threat to you. Yeah. Even though I'm a six foot tall man who doesn't get scared <laughs> by most things. Uh-huh. With blonde hair. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, I can't remember who threw the, the German that looked like a dead blow. I think oh, Asuka it's, threw... It's, uh, Asuka does it because yeah. she, she does like a leg capture thing with it. She, yeah. and It's when, an ankle lock that she pulls into a, a, a German suplex. And when Emma hit the mat, no bounce. Awesome. It was just... Awesome. And that always just looks so devastating. Most guys can't hit a hit a German that good. Yeah. Um, and then what did Asuka win with? I assume she won. Uh, Emma taps to... Uh, uh, the the yeah, Asuka lock? I think so. Cool. And uh, I thought that was a great main event. Great cool. way to position both these women as strong wrestlers uh so good 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 on nxt to have that as a main event yep <coughs> excited for the next event oh yeah cool. I, I mean it's it, we're gonna get good wrestling this yep. will be the best wrestling you'll see all weekend very excited yep very excited but more excited for lucha underground hell yeah lucha underground is aztec warfare tonight uh, uh phoenix yes. pentagon and katrina are all backstage and uh pentagon does not get an, av- an invitation to aztec warfare and he's pissed Actually, he doesn't even care. It's stupid anyway. He doesn't want to go. Yeah. He's so it's dumb. dumb. It's so wouldn't... dumb. And who even cares about the stupid it's thing? It's stupid. Go to. Yeah, it's not even fun. I heard stupid. Yeah, I wouldn't even want to see it as a joke. <laughs> so, so like everyone's in this match except uh, Pentagon Junior and Famous P. There's like the only two people not in this match. Basically, yeah. Um, Famous B is there though. He is there like the whole time, and he's handing out his card. Um, it's Aztec Warfare. It starts with uh, people in Aztec dress, beating drums and doing a dance and all this stuff, and it feels so fucking big. Uh-huh. Like, how important does Aztec Warfare feel? I mean, it feels like it's a it's a huge ceremony. It's yep. not just like, oh, here's a, a, a millionth time over-the-top battle royal bullshit match that we see yep. all the time. Like, it felt, I mean, granted, yes, this was for the title, but mm-hmm. it felt like the event on its own it was, was super important. Uh, pointed out in the chat by a couple of different people. No sexy star in the match. Oh, that's right. Um, no moth girl. Ah. Girl moth, which is cheerleader Melissa. Um, oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. And uh, no trios champs. Oh, that's right. Somebody's going to have to look this up for me. I follow Ivelisse on Instagram, and I want to find out, did she break her foot again? Did Did she break her ankle? Legit. Will somebody look it up and let me know? Because she posted something about it, and I don't. it didn't outright say, like, hey, I broke my foot again, but what she wrote made me go, like, oh, fuck. I think she broke her foot again. God damn it. Because <clears throat> they're like taping season three. Yeah. So, can somebody please look it up? Well, at least they'll get a season to, to wrestle yep. with it instead yep. of just a few. Marzipan episodes. was also not in the match. Yeah, Mar- Mar- Mariposa, she's the moth. Oh, right, right. I just like that somebody called her Marzipan. Yeah, and no Cobra Moon. Um, Thankfully. Yep. Aztec Warfare. Phoenix is number one, as we were told. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brian, who's number two? Uh, it's, he's the king. Yeah? He's the king of mysteries. Oh, the Ray? El Ray? El Ray. El Ray Network? El, El Ray Mysterio. Junior. Ray Mysterio Junior is number two. The crowd went insane. Yep. 
We went crazy. We I were really excited because when she started announcing from San Diego, California, I'm like, who? Are yeah, who? Else? I'm like, I'm like, does Joey? Joey doesn't come from no, San Diego. No, he's like, from who LA. would it be? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, who would it be? Maybe like B Boy. I know he's dead. Yeah. Like, who? Who would it be? And then, holy fucking shit, Rey Mysterio Jr. Phoenix can't goddamn believe he's in the same ring yep. as Rey Mysterio Jr. Like shaking his hand and bowing. Yeah. Over and over and over again. That's that was so like God. What a fucking cool moment to have Rey Mysterio there. Yep, Rey Mysterio looked fucking fantastic. He's looked the best he's looked in like ten years. His mask was like a helmet. It was like a like thick, big, weird, and he had like things over like the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's slimmed down so much. Yep. Like all that extra weight is gone. He looked like he was flying around the ring. He did great. He, he was incredible. I mean, he was in it, I think, almost the entire match. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the last person to get eliminated, I think. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody saying 10 hours ago she posted on Instagram about... Ivelisse posted on Instagram about uh, her foot. Uh, Ivelisse's Twitter replies are people saying they feel sorry for her injury. So, yep, I think she is. I think she her foot, I think her foot is fucked. Again. Jesus Christ. Uh... <clears throat> Phoenix is number one. Rey Mysterio is number two. King Cuerno is number three. Hell yeah. Arhanis is number four. Haven't seen him in a while. And they won't see him again because he's out with a 619 and a frog splash. Uh, goodbye, Arhanis. Uh, I, I, he is one of the disciples of death. Yeah. I, so that is why we don't see him wrestle as Arhanis. Just so you guys are aware. I really enjoyed that uh, Ray uh, eliminated somebody with the uh, frog splash. They had to hit the 619 and then whatever move he was going to do. And because he used to do the Hurricanrana, now he stopped, and now he does the Frog Splash or a Splash. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, they had to do it. Yeah. They had to do it just to get it out of the way. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. Uh, Johnny Mundo comes out, and the, everyone's getting into it. Killshot was also not in the match because he lost the Fatal 4-Way. Oh, that's right. There was a Fatal 4-Way. Uh, the crew was also not in the match because they lost the Fatal 4-Way against Joey Ryan. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Joey Ryan, he comes out next. Hell yeah. Joey Ryan, the smartest man in Lucha Underground. Smarts. <clears throat> Here's why I like Lucha Underground. Joey Ryan, he comes out. He's a cop. Nobody knows that he's a cop, you know what I mean? Just us. He's got handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Takes the handcuffs in front of Famous B, handcuffs himself to the rails. Joey, Joey Ryan just yells, go, fight. Eliminate me now. Eliminate me now. And uh, Stryker and Vampiro are going, I mean... They can't eliminate him, but he's not eliminating anyone either. It's like, right, he doesn't have to. No. It doesn't matter. At the same time, Joey Ryan handcuffing himself to rails, you know. It's not spelled out, and it's not said like, hey, something's definitely going to happen. But you know he's going to be fucked, and it's going to be a running gag through the whole match Uh that people are just going to go over and fuck with him. Yeah, because why wouldn't you? And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. They kept like super kicking him and just like hit and run punching him oh, God. it was so fucking great i thought that was so fucking funny it's it's great joey ryan was awesome i thought that was so fuck that i thought that was so good uh prince puma comes out next then jack evans uh there's a senton a seated senton to an arm bar on king cuerno by Rey mysterio and king cuerno taps out kind of like to no fanfare yeah like, Cuerno's just out. Okay. Wow. Expected him to last longer, but... Yep. Honestly, he's been in the title picture since the beginning of the season, so it's okay if he's not in it right yep. now. Yep, yep. 
Uh, not everyone's going to win. Exactly. Uh, Taya comes out next, and then uh, <clears throat> Jack Evans and Johnny Mundo are very excited to see Taya. And then they're all not so excited to see uh, the fucking machine, Brian Cage, Love him. who comes out and gets thrown through a window. <laughs> That's two people Johnny Mundo has thrown through a window. Yep. Good awesome. Job. Good job, Johnny Mundo. I thought that was really cool. So Cage gets tossed through a window, and it's like, yeah, the heels are winning. Masquerita Sagrada comes out, and then uh, Brian Cage... <laughs> Johnny Mundo's beating up Masquerita Sagrada on the outside. Brian Cage pulls himself out from the window. He's cut up and bloody. Mm-hmm. And then he attacks Johnny Mundo and hits Weapon X on the floor. Dude. Weapon X is the most convoluted finish that I can't get enough of seeing. Oh, it's so clean. It is so fucking cool. It's named cool. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. Yep. It's so, like... God, it's so fucking convoluted. It takes forever to set up, and it's just a flatliner. Yeah. Doesn't fucking matter. It looks awesome. I thought it was so cool. Uh, so he kills Mundo with that. Mundo gets eliminated. Marty, Marty the Moth Martinez comes out, and then Drago comes out, and then there's a splash and a double pin on Marty. Here's what I like about Marty the Moth Martinez. He gets hit in the head and then he sells it like it doesn't affect him yeah because he's crazy yeah that's it i i kept saying that uh marty the moth is like a uh, psyduck he is like psyduck he just keeps taking keeps taking hits <laughs> oh man i thought he's cool and he's like the he was like the biggest guy in that match for he's a minute fucking huge marty the moth martinez is a big guy man man yep uh he looked good in the ring too yep. i thought he was holding his own he was doing some cool stuff so I like that a lot. Um, the Mac comes out, and then Chavo, and then uh, Masquerita Sagrada gets camel clutched by Chavo, and he's out. Cage gets eliminated after he gets hit in the head with a cinder block by uh, Johnny Mundo. Jesus. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, there's a German suplex to Taya that eliminates her. PJ Black and Aerostar come in. Drago hits suplex, and then Evans... Oh, Drago... Gets reverse suplexed, and Evans eats a top rope uh, uh, flip pile driver, Canadian yeah. Destroyer. Oh my god. And uh, that's it. They're both eliminated at the same time <laughs> yeah. by PJ Black and Aerostar. Uh, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it happened in tandem, and I thought that was really neat. Yeah. Dragon S. Ticket Jr. is here, and he just flies fucking around everywhere. Yeah. Here's the converse of the uh, thing that I like most about Lucha Underground. Stuff that happens backstage at Lucha Underground and everything. People don't know who this is. Like, at the time of taping and all this stuff. Like, who is this? What is this? Uh, we don't know, like, uh, what the backstories for some characters are. Like, what they're planning. You know, stuff like that. Right. Con- that's very cool. Conversely, Dragon Azteca Jr. is just a guy in a green mask because nobody knows who the fuck he is. At the time of this taping, that's true. Nobody knows who the fuck this guy is. Yeah, or they've seen from last season that that person is dead, and they don't know who this new person is. So. Exactly. That being said, he's fucking awesome and flies all over the place. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked really good in this match. Me too. Tejano comes out. He uh, power bombs PJ Black, and then Mil Muertes is the last one in. Mil Muertes makes his way down the stairs, and he's about to enter the match. When Pentagon jumps him from behind with a chair, beats the shit out of him, tosses him in the ring, Rey Mysterio hits a splash, 
That's it. That's it. Mil Muertes is out. Katrina is fucking furious. I thought this was so awesome. I couldn't believe it. She calls out Vampiro and starts yelling at him about, like, get this guy under fucking control. Like, this is your guy. What the fuck is this shit? Vampiro's going, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I I love that the only way that you can take out someone like Mil Muertes jump up from behind, beat the shit out of him with a chair, and then just fucking pile on him. Yep. And then he was out. It was, it, they fucking Pearl, it. they fucking Pearl Harbored him. I couldn't believe it. I really could not believe he was out. Uh, somebody asked if this is live. No, this is pre-recorded right now. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, man. Um, so Milwaretes is out. Katrina's pissed. There's a countdown all of a sudden. Uh-huh. And Matt Stryker goes, uh, there must be a technical issue because there's no more people in this match. This is the end of... Now it's just the people in the match, and that's it. Uh-uh. Goodbye. That's it. This is just the match. Counts down. Three, two, one. Eh. Dario Cueto's here. The crowd goes insane yep. for Dario Cueto. They start chanting Jefe. Yeah. So fucking cool. In your Prius commercial. <clears throat> Dario Cueto says, there's another entrant. It is his brother, Matanza. Cueto. Don't give him a last name. Yeah. Look, I'll, I'll side with WWE on this one. No last name for this guy. He, he doesn't need one. Call him Manzanita or whatever. He doesn't need to be... Matanza Cueto. Yeah. Yeah. Manzana Cueto is not a good name. Just call him Just call him Matanza. Come yeah. on. Uh, let's go through all of Matanza's eliminations because he eliminates... Half the people in the match? Everyone! Power slam to Phoenix. He's out. German suplex to the Mac. He's out. German suplex to Aerostar, he's out. Powerbomb, and Tejano's out. Matanza rips the rail off the railing, drags Joey Ryan into the ring, hits a triple gut wrench suplex. Joey Ryan's out. Yep. Dragon Azteca is going to stake his claim. He's going to fucking beat the shit out of this guy. Dragon Azteca gets in there. He tries all these different pinning combinations. He tries to take this guy down. He's trying sunset flips and cradles and everything that he can do. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Not gonna work. He tries so hard and he can't do it. Big ol' fucking Saito suplex spinning choke slam. Jesus Christ. Matanza hit... Okay, so here, Chavo's on the outside and starts attacking people mm-hmm. and then goes to make a deal with Dario Cueto and he gets in the ring like, yeah, me and Matanza are gonna be buddies. And then Matanza beats the shit out of him and does a standing shooting star. What the fuck? Where the fuck... What? How? How does a man that big? He's huge. He's that, not tall. No. He's gigantic. He's just wide. He's a big ass fucking they man. They built this guy to be a tank, and I believed every minute of oh, it. absolutely. Because his offense looked so sick. God, so much power behind everything he did. Puma and Ray are the only ones left now. Uh, they team up on Matanza. Matanza kills Puma. Now it's Mysterio versus Matanza. It's the last hope. Uh... The crowd starts chanting Si Se Puede to Ray. 619 to Matanza. It gets caught. There's a trip and another 619. He goes for West Coast Pop. It gets blocked into a power bomb. That gets tossed into a power slam. And you have a new champion in Matanza. Holy fuck. This guy is so athletic. He's so he's not tall. He's not eight no. feet tall. He's probably like my height. He's not very big. Yeah. Um, he is built like he's a Mac fucking truck. 
He's so wide. So big. Uh, and then what I loved at the end is that Dario Cueto gets in and he goes, your winner, new Lucha Underground champion, Matanza. And he gives the title to Matanza and Matanza just looks at it. Like, what is this? And then Cueto's like, arms in the air. So Matanza just puts his arms in the air. And he's like, okay. That's, yeah. That's awesome. He, does, he doesn't even know what the fuck he did. It was great. Yep. He was just there to kill people and that is exactly what he did manzanita looks like an unstoppable monster i love it manzana is gonna be fucking beating the shit out of these dudes all season long it's gonna be great super awesome super cool all right brian you ready for you ready for raw rapid fire let's go what'd you think of uh lucha underground Uh, aztec warfare 2 good oh my god would you would you say must watch yeah i would i would absolutely say this is a must watch if people are going where do i start with lucha underground Start here. Yeah. Just, hey, you know what? You should start episode one, season one. If you don't want to do that, start here. Yeah. Just start on this episode because it gives you everything. Just go. Yeah. You want a comic book to get in on? It's this one. Yep. Just fucking do it's, it. It's it's awesome. And it, just watch it. Yep. I don't know what else to say. Like, yep. you're not going to be disappointed. Nope. Raw. Uh, starts so fucking good. Oh my God. Undertaker comes out and cuts a promo. Shane interrupts the promo. Undertaker says that... You shut up, rich boy. And then they he uh, Shane gets in and goes face-to-face with The Undertaker. This prompts holy shit chants from the crowd. And uh, Undertaker says, you've been a bitch for your daddy ever since you've been born. Which, when we watched this, we both just went, what does that mean? And then they fought! Yep. And then Shane starts attacking Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker beats the shit out of Shane. And then goes to last ride him through the table, the announce table. Shane slips behind, does a kick, grabs a monitor... Hits Undertaker with it twice, and then does the leap of faith elbow drop from the top rope to the Undertaker through the table to open the show. I was at work today, and uh, there's a guy that I work with named Ryan. He came up to me. He's like, yo, man, was Raw good last night? And I said, no, but the opener, <laughs> dude, the opener was sick. He's like, oh, what happened? Undertaker, Undertaker promo, Shane promo. They got in the ring together. The crowd went crazy. Then they fought, and then... Let me show you. And then we watched it from when Undertaker's beating the shit out of him on the outside. Yeah. And when Shane grabs the monitor and hits Undertaker, he's like, oh, that's sick. And he hits him again. Oh, shit. And then he's like, what's he going to do? Shane goes to the top. No fucking way. Yep. No fucking way. Yep. And then he did it. He just does the elbow drop and he's like, oh, fuck. It was so good. Dude, it's so good. That part was awesome. Shane fucking clamors up and he's celebrating. He's walking up the ramp. The Undertaker sits up, stands up, he's bleeding from his eye, does the throat slit with the tongue in the eyes, and Shane just walks to the back, and he's like, ah, fuck, yeah, goddamn, god, that looks so fucking dope. Shane McMahon hits that elbow drop absolutely perfect. Clean as hell. Clean as hell. Middle of the chest, middle of the table, so it falls perfect. Like, just, I don't feel like anybody... I mean, he gets a lot of credit, but he needs more. Yep. Because because not only does he do crazy spots, but he hits them perfect. Yep. Uh, the crowd, or the crowd, somebody in the chat, ODST Troy, says, really good opening. Kind of downhill from there. Oh, yeah. Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> so, Black Diamond hey, Run at the hey. fucking ski resort. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, how do you follow up an elbow drop off the top rope through a table to The Undertaker by Shane McMahon? Zack Ryder versus Chris Jericho in a match that ends in a distraction roll-up. <laughs> so Jer- Zack Ryder gets a win on Raw, and then as soon as he gets a win, he's immediately dismissed because he just eats a 
code breaker, mm-hmm. gets tossed to the outside. Uh, Jericho throws a fit on the outside, starts throwing stuff around, and then he accepts the match with AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Becky versus Charlotte. Becky rallies. Rick interferes in the natural selection by Charlotte. Vince promo. Vince calls the WWE universe the WB universe. Shane interrupts the promo and he says, I'm going to win. Kane and the Big Show versus the Social Outcasts. Why? Social Outcasts all jump Shane and uh, all jump Show and Kane. And then uh, everyone comes out and they all fight. And then Big Show and Kane stand tall in the ring and they toss Mark Henry out. And uh, I don't understand this because they... Didn't Kane chokeslam Big Show last week? Triple H and Stephanie promo. Brian is mad about this. Brian is yelling about how long this is going on. He doesn't enjoy it. Brian's not having a very good time at this point. No. Uh, Brian is ta- Brian just keeps going, Raw is boring. This sucks. I do not like this. He is, hurry up. Reigns, hurry up. Brian's just going, where is he? Come out. Just where is he? Out. So they- Reigns comes out. He interrupts. They fight. And then Roman sucks. That's what the crowd says. Yep. Uh... Kofi Kingston against Alberto Del Rio. Uh, the New Day cuts a promo. They are so over with this crowd. Yep. They fucking love the New Day. It's awesome. They love the New Day so much. They're like chanting bootios. Yep. They're give, like 100% behind them. The biggest smile on these guys' faces when they're chanting New Day, when they're chanting New Day rocks. Yep. All the who, all like their little spots and everything. The crowd's going nuts for it. Crowd loves it. Uh, hey, when Alberto Del Rio does his favorite spot of, I missed this move from, like, the middle rope, and he, like, slips to the outside. Yeah. Xavier Woods plays La Cucaracha on the trombone. <laughs> the crowd went oh, crazy God. for this. Uh, that made me laugh. That made me laugh so hard. Uh, Alberto Del Rio goes for his stomp. That's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, it gets reversed. Uh, it misses SOS by Kofi Kingston and then a backstabber. And Brian started going, you, you pointed this out. You're like, this is a good match. Yeah. Like, this came out of nowhere and it's like a pretty good match. Yeah. And I said, these guys never wrestle each other. They're in a feud that feels important. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys, like, the both sides don't like each other. And we've seen it a couple of weeks now. I like Del Rio in the ring when he's with certain people. Kofi Kingston is one of those guys. Absolutely. I thought they looked awesome together in this match. Such a fun match. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Alberto Del Rio goes for Abracadabra, which is the uh, the uh, super kick to like a seated opponent. Yeah. Kofi Kingston pops up, and he gave the man credit on Twitter. Uh, does a jumping double stomp to a running Alberto Del Rio. He credited Trevor Lee. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, nice. He said, like, shouts out Trevor Lee, and there was, like, a gif of that move. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. Because Trevor Lee loves that yep. spot. Yes, he does. Cross Arm Breaker gets reversed into a roll-up, and that is the end of that match. Uh, if there is one WWE shirt I want more than any other WWE shirt right now, hands down, far and away, I mean, it is on a level unto itself. Yeah. The League of Nations all have shirts. Mm-hmm. On the back, it says the League of Nations for all of these. The Celtic warrior on the front with with the Irish flag. Whatever. The Bulgarian brute. Bulgarian flag. The British bullhammer for with the British flag. Yep. I want this shirt. League of Nations on the back. On the front. Pride of Mexico. I have to have it. I need that. Sh- I need to wear a shirt. I need to wear the shirt that says the Pride of Mexico. It's a great shirt. I, I, I'm a medium. 
<laughs> I need it. I need it. The pride of Mexico. Of Mexico. That's fucking... Cr- like, to wear that shirt around is fucking crazy yeah. to me. Also, the way Alberto Del Rio had that shirt cut, <laughs> was, like cut like- was so weird it was cut like a square (laughs) and it was like cut up in like the waist it was so bizarre oh my god that was so funny the pride of mexico great oh man uh again really good match probably probably like the best match on the show absolutely post-match jonathan coachman comes out and he says guys espn is gonna be at wrestlemania for the pre-show all day all weekend we're gonna be wrestlemania in dallas so hey cool and then uh New Day Rock, and then he says New Day Rocks, and then he starts dancing, bootios, and all that business. Pretty cool. Reigns cuts a promo, gets interrupted by Bubba Ray Dudley, and then uh, Reigns is going to beat up Bubba Ray, and then Devon's there, and then they both uh, fight Reigns, and then Triple H comes from behind and beats the shit out of uh, Roman Reigns, and there is zero crowd noise, or it's turned down, and then Triple H says something to Roman Reigns and holds him up next to the title. And then it's the most awkward segment of the fucking night. And then the cr- the crowd goes, yay. Then he picks up the title, and then he puts it down, and then he uh, <laughs> picks up Roman Reigns, and he puts him down, and then he picks up Roman so, Reigns and so hits funny. him against the title. It was so goofy. Uh, it was just dumb. Oh, God. Victor versus Kalisto. Salida Del Sol ends the match. Ryback comes out and stares him down. Uh, feed me more. Lucha Lucha. Heyman and Lesnar cut a promo. It's a good promo. Ambrose comes down and interrupts with a wagon, then he fills it with weapons. My only complaint with this segment, I like the segment, I thought it was funny, uh, and it made Ambrose look crazy or whatever. My only complaint with this segment is that at one point, Brock Lesnar has like a stick, or like a kendo stick or something in his yeah. hand, and he's kind of like watching Dean Ambrose like load all this stuff into like his wagon. Dean Ambrose should have grabbed that stick out of Brock Lesnar's hand and put it in his wagon. Yeah. That is my... Only complaint. That would have been... I, I agreed with you on that. I thought it was going to happen because he got pretty close to it, but... He did. He was so close. He should have just grabbed it. Yep. If he would have just... Hey, if he would have just grabbed it, like, not not looked at Brock, not nothing, just grabbed it like he grabbed all the other pieces. Yep. Just gone with it. Yeah. That's it. I think that would have added... I think the crowd would have gone, oh! Yep. They would have given it that yep. bit of like push to make yep. him real, like, like really al- excited. Like almost like I'm so not affected by you because I have all this. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's that. Yeah. I think that's so, that would have been fucking perfect. And I just, that's my only complaint with that whole segment. Cause I thought the rest was funny. Yeah. Uh, Paige versus Emma. What? Total Divas versus Bad and Blonde. Brian. Brian. Mm-hmm. Brian. Mm-hmm. Brian. Brian. Yeah. How many writers are on Raw? I don't know. Bad and Blonde. What? Well, it's Team Bad, and then the other three girls are all blondes. Yeah, and then apparently the thought process stopped. Yeah, well, I mean... You last, mean what? Oh, I mean, last year ago we had Rybaxel, so... That ruled. Rybaxel was a good name. It was, except for that's all we had was just mixed up names. The big guy and the medium-sized guy. <laughs> Fucking love Rybaxel. Oh, God. Uh, Emma versus Paige. Emma's in total control of this match. There's a distraction. Lana kicks Paige, and Emma wins. Post-match, there's a brawl, and uh, music hits, and I just, I, I don't think I'll ever forget this, and I just, I didn't recognize the music, and I went, who is this? And Brian just went, it's Eva Marie. And then it cuts to the entrance ramp, and it's Eva Marie, and we both just went, no. <laughs> and the, 
the crowd booed her harder than they booed Roman Reigns. Like... What do they want with this fucking person? I don't know. Oh, God. So she goes in and makes the save. All the other women on Total Divas are like, cold shoulder, like, we don't want you on our team. The only reason this exists, it'll be on the pre-show, the only reason this exists is because it's going to be on Total Divas, and that's it. That's it. Look at all these divas in a match. Wow, they don't like Eva Marie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're getting in a fight. That's that. That's the whole reason. The whole Please reason. don't look at it past that. That's the whole reason. Please don't do it to yourself. Yep. That's it. That's all. Yep. The best tweet was from Corey Graves. Did you see that? No. He said... Wherever you are, Tom Phillips, shut up, Tom Phillips. It's Eva Marie. <laughs> it was so fucking perfect. Corey Groves is the best announcer they have. The guy rules. Goldust and R-Truth segment. It's not. The blue is nice. Uh, KO, Stardust, and Miz against Sinkara, Zane, and Ziggler. Ole chance to start this off. Owens tags in and then tags right back out and he doesn't want to get in this match. The announcers chant bullshit chants, uh, like just garbage chants until Olay comes back. This match is slow. This match sucks. This match sucks. It's so long. On paper, good match. Mm -hmm. In practice, long, boring match. It was so boring. It like went over 15 minutes. It was really long. Um, Zayn dives on Owens. That got probably the biggest pop. Owens tags in and tries to tag out but Miz and Stardust leave. Tornado DDT and Haluva kick to um, Kevin Owens by Sami Zayn. Can you explain to me why? I don't have any explanation. No. People people were like, yeah, like he finally got his hands on him. Why? He shouldn't have. To to what effect? Because he's this is his second raw? Yep. So either either there should have been stuff already happening on that first presentation of Sami Zayn mm-hmm. and then the next one oh uh, Owens knocks him out or does some thing to distract him not a clean pin over the guy he hates I, I just don't get it because you don't you, now you've given away the part of the the that match that feud that I want to see mm-hmm. also I'm sick of people going there's a seven man ladder match this should be Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens hey internet fucking nerds i get it that you've seen all like their stuff online or whatever based on fucking what you've seen on raw what what is this what the fuck is this feud for a wrestlemania match what is this feud based on absolutely agree this they have done nothing they've done nothing together this is step one yes please please shut up please i'm trying to be nice please shut the fuck up (laughs) please like, please, I get that you've seen it online, and I get that you've watched all, like, their final battle matches, and I get that you saw their shit in ROH, and I get that you saw their stuff in NXT. I don't care. I don't fucking care. They can they, they give let This is part of a feud that's going to build longer. Let it go. Let it be part of a seven-man match. Let, the, let that tension rise and grow, and let this be step one. Please yes. fucking let this be step one. Please, let it be step one. Because you you want them to have a WrestleMania match based on nothing. Yeah. And it, take like, out everything that you saw in NXT. And and the announcers are selling it like these guys have had a rivalry. They're former best friends. We've seen almost none of it. Mm-hmm. It's been told to... It's everything I hate in movies. You have told us so much and shown us nothing. Yeah. You have told us they, they used to be friends and now they don't like each other. That's what you've told us. Yeah. We don't know why. We they don't have care. shown us nothing on raw and it's not like let they don't them have be video part 
let them be part of this seven-man thing. Mm -hmm. They can have a couple of spots here, and that builds into a larger feud. That's it. That's all I'm looking for. Let it be that. It doesn't have to be at the next pay-per-view. It can be at SummerSlam. Like, you can put these guys away from each other and then build this feud up. This can be step one. That's all I'm saying. Just I'm so sick of seeing that criticism of this match because I think it's incredibly unwarranted. I agree. I think uh, everybody complains that there are no long-term stories or big feuds or good payoffs, and it's because of this. People are want to get it right away, right now, and when you have that, then none of the feuds matter, and nobody really has any personality or any rivalries or anything for you to get invested in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree with Eric. Like, let this be the first of many yep. instances where these guys go together. Like... Remember back in the day, Triple H, one of my favorite feuds, Triple, Triple H versus The Rock. The Rock. Yep. They, they they kept crossing paths and crossing paths and crossing paths. What, and that, started and, off with the European yep. title. And, and that, this, it can just be that. Mm-hmm. It can just be this. Uh, just, Triple H and Stephanie come out to cut a promo again. Reigns jumps Triple H. Stephanie calls all the heels down. All the faces come down to make the save. The crowd goes mild. Reigns does a dive, and the crowd chants, you still stuck. And then they're separated. Why, why did we have the same segment twice? They the they night? came out and cut almost the exact same promo. It was like, hey, we didn't get what we wanted the first time. Let's try again. Isn't that weird? That's that's honestly how it felt. I I I don't know what they're gonna do with this match. Uh, it's gonna they, they're gonna boo. They're gonna boo so heavy. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to hide it, man. A hundred thousand, a hundred ten thousand people. Yep, all booing. Yep, when Roman Reigns wins. Yep. Uh, John, did you really just do this? I got an email from the Go Home Show account. John S. really ordered me the Pride of Mexico shirt. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, when I get it, I'll wear it on the show, man. Just for you. John S. shouts out. That's awesome. Also, shouts out to John S. who uh, sent us an email earlier. Um, He is Ridley Dragon in the chat. He went to Raw in Brooklyn. And he had a report. I went to Raw in Brooklyn last night, and I'm now reading people watching on TV were mad the crowd was hijacking during the six-man tag. Well, that's true. Uh, while that's true, and I don't like the jerks instigating it, that match was an absolute mystery to watch live. Yep. They just did nothing during the commercial breaks, and it felt like filler. Also, I was at NXT Brooklyn. I remember leaving the event, and the crowd was buzzing. Everyone couldn't stop talking about how good it was. The crowd at the go-home show at WrestleMania? The go-home show for WrestleMania. We left, we, like, we felt, ex- like, we, we left, like, we were exiting a funeral. Absolute silence. Everyone just checked out. To be totally honest, if it weren't included with NXT, I wouldn't think, uh, I don't think I'd watch WrestleMania. Interesting. Makes sense. There you go. Uh, Austin B. sent us regards for the happy 100th episode. Thank you very much. Ulysses D. says, so the U.S. title gets a singles match, while Owens and Zayn have to share the ring with four plan Bs in a ladder match. I just explained myself on that. Oh, and also... I'm pretty sure the U.S. title match is going to be in the pre-show. Yeah. Opening of Raw was cool, but can't blame the crowd for turning on that limp dick of a show. Yep. And last email from Tyler J. Howdy go home show, boys. Had to write in for the 100th episode, if only to thank you two for all the hard work you've got in for the podcast. We've come a long way since complaining about having to watch Sheamus versus Del Rio for the 100th time on audio only, and it's been <laughs> great tagging along for the ride. Without this podcast, I never would have been introduced to the countless programs that I enjoy today, like Lucha Underground, New Japan, and PWG. Even though you guys haven't had John Cena on as your first special guest yet, I decided to craft this gorgeous collage for you to use however you see fit. Here's uh, to a great wrestling future in 100 more episodes. And just so you know, Tyler, 
this will be the thumbnail, the ugliest thumbnail. It's the best. For this episode of the Go Home Show. Brian, will you hold up your phone so I, people can see your background? Yeah, I made part of it my phone background. It is Brian's. Go ahead and hold it. Hold it up. Right there. It's Brian's phone background. So there you have it. Thank you, Tyler. Congrats on the hundred bucks. <laughs> Daddy's back. I see that every day. I see that. I just laugh. Daddy's oh, back. Oh man. Oh god, it's so funny. It's so ugly. Brian, we did it. Yes, we did. One hundred episodes of the Go Home Show, all in the books. Guys, again, thank you so much for listening. This one went a little bit over time, but that's okay. Uh, we did it. We Another did. episode of the Go Home Show, the 100th episode in the books. So you guys want to get a hold of us, you always can on Twitter at GoHomeShow, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow. You can email us, gohomeshow at mega64.com. You can watch this video episode, which I really recommend, just for Brian's excellent look. All right, I which, keep forgetting. Oh, don't worry. We're, we're definitely taking a picture against those blinds and tweeting it out. Oh, good. Um... You can watch this on youtube.com slash Eric every Wednesday when we put up the video version. If you want to stream live with us and the 100 plus people who stick around and watch this every week. Thank you guys so much. The chat's always so good. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Mega64Podcast every Tuesday at 7.45 p.m. Uh, come on in. Check out. Hang out with us. Uh, but guys, we did it. Uh, 100 episodes of the Go Home Show. I can't believe it. Brian... Is there anything you want to say to these fine folks uh, before we take off for the 100th time? Yeah. Uh, buenos noches. Uh, vete a casa. <laughs>